Welcome to Muller Time. How are you guys doing? Great. Very How's good. Good to be here. So today we're joined by, of course, Mel the Neighbor and Jeremy Johnson, formerly of the Obama administration. Yay. What's up, dude? Yeah. So Jeremy worked in the office of uh, presidential communications, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, there's few things more important than literally communicating with the American president. public. Yes. Yeah, and the president, of course. Right, right. And honestly, first and foremost, correct. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, what, I'm just curious. What do you think that office is like now with this, this whatever this is? Gosh, I could only imagine how many emails and actual letters that they're just throwing away and not even, not honestly going over them and actually trying to help yeah. the, the American people. They're just looking at it and just not even given given time. Yeah, because you told yeah. me some stories that I'm not, I mean, necessarily going to get into here, but about people writing with some serious stories that they needed help. Can you oh, imagine yeah. writing Donald Trump? No. <laughs> He'll write you back telling you, asking you for money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can you help me out? Can you help me out? I need a border wall. Can you help me? All right. I want to uh, take a quick sec to thank uh, our newest Patreon, which is Paul from uh, Manchester. Paul. Hey, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Hey, thank- Paul. Thanks. Thanks for becoming a Patreon. And if uh, any of you guys do want to support the show, it's patreon.com backslash Muller time. Oh, we needed 600 people. Yeah, we need 600 and... Um, <laughs> 600 people. That's it. I sound like Trump now. Not too, not too many. For just 600 more, and Mueller will close the investigation within two weeks. Wrap it up. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Guaranteed. Look, at this is going to end up being one of the most important uh, podcasts out there, historically. I, you know, right. I appreciate you saying that, because you say that honestly. It's not like... This you is don't, true. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we, uh, we miss our pal, Chris. We hope he comes back soon. Yeah, Chris. Because... Uh, Jeremy, you know you know Chris, right? I believe I met Chris. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you did the Jeremy's done the show a few times when we started, but I think I think that's when Chris was out. So okay. you, yeah. Nice. So well, Chris is living his best life. Yeah, right. yeah. But this is the year, man, to be doing Mueller time. This I mean, is this is Mueller time year. Yeah, he's he's the hero. He's the hero. He's going to be, and he's been. Yeah. So uh, last week was, uh, as we say every week, was action packed, but this was definitely, I think in my opinion, was, was probably the, the biggest one. First and foremost, we collusion. Found, <laughs> we got collusion. We found out that the FBI literally is investigating Donald Trump as a, a, at best, a subject, a spy. Right. Now, everyone, it's like, yeah, that's obvious, but just to see it in print in that New York Times right. was wild. Yeah, that is wild. When I saw that today, I was like, wait, what? He's right. We were listening to him the whole time. He's, a, he's the subject of a counterintelligence probe for being a Russian spy. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, there probably is a FISA warrant out. Right. Yeah, you saw my tweet there. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they have FISA warrants out on, in other words, eavesdropping or whatever you want to call it on Carter Page, Mike Flynn, all these guys, why wouldn't they have one on him? Right. Now, obviously, I don't know the answer. And I texted our uh, like legal advisor for the show, mm-hmm. and he was like, man, he's like, I don't know. That'd be some heavy stuff, but... They probably have FISA warrant out against yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably been right all along. They probably have been listening to him. What do you think, Jeremy? You think you think they have a FISA warrant out on him? I I think so. Yeah. These 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 just can't these things just can't happen overnight. I was yeah. listening to CNN today, and two FBI agents were talking uh-huh. about what the protocol they have to follow just to put the inquiry out about uh-huh. about about Trump. It's very to the T. This, this it hasn't happened before, and it's. I mean, what what could be worse, to be honest? I uh, nothing. You know, our 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 own president is against our our country. What 
what should keep everyone up at night, what is this guy giving them every night? Because mm-hmm. they don't really, they haven't really gotten into that yet. He talks on an unsecured phone. He has access to all kinds of information, and even though he is legitimately a moron, he he knows what he has to do. If if you know if something right, he's so, probably given over to nuclear codes. He, anything. <laughs> I mean, he he has access to everything. We will find out someday. Yeah. It's our chilling. own FBI is going against our. I mean, they're investigating our own president. I just, I can believe it, but it's just, I can't believe I have to say that. Right. You know, that's but. that's what's <laughs> weird. You couldn't make that up. Mm-mm. That would not work for a TV series. Mm-hmm. Right. You pitch that, they'd be like, right. that's a little too much. Yeah. Right. They'd be like, nah, nah, nah. President, mm-hmm. FISA warrant. No, no, no. He's a Russian spy. No, nah, that's yeah. not going to work. Yeah, Jeremy, you're a filmmaker. I mean, I'm a screenwriter. Like, yeah, literally, if you pitch that, they'd be like, um, yeah. yeah, I don't think they'd buy uh, it right now. <laughs> yeah, but as Mel said, the TV shows that we're going to get from this, the movies, yeah. hmm. this the games, gonna go, this is going to go on forever, right? The board game, the toys, <laughs> toys, little 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 Bobby Muller, right? Yeah. Legos, <laughs> little Trump Legos. Oh my gosh, it's pr- going to be great. The President of the United States is the subject of a counterintelligence. They could be listening to him right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they are listening to him right now, and he's probably listening to Muller time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. You right. can't beat that kind of press. Did, did you guys catch Comey's quote that he, he tweeted out? It was a quote by FDR, he, yeah. the tweet that Comey put out. What was that, though? Because like, I forget what Trump said about Comey, but then Comey simply tweeted something. Judge me by the enemies I have made. I FDR. Oh, I right. think it was directly. So how many enemies has Comey made versus how many enemies Trump has made? Yeah, and you know, I think, look, look Comey... Is definitely like a Shakespearean flawed character, but ultimately mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that guy was, he might be the most respected director of the FBI along with Mueller. Like people loved Comey. They were wearing t-shirts the day after he got fired. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. literally just, they were very upset. Comey is my homie. That's what the shirt said. <laughs> like literally. I'm right, still yeah. a little upset at Comey. Yeah. Too, with the whole, no, yeah. I agree. he fucked up. He fucked up huge. Yeah. yeah I, I do agree. Yeah. So that's, hopefully he can, you know, redeem himself. Yeah. No doubt it at this it's, point. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? No. He did yeah. too much too fast. Yeah. yeah. Came out with the book, went on the talking tour. He destroyed mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, nah. talking about emails and stuff again. He did way too much. Yeah. Imagine that they're listening to Trump right now, just rolling along. I mean, that is, you can't make that up. Well, actually, it's Mueller because the investigation was full. He took over that counterintelligence probe. So, Again, I'm just speculating, but can you imagine if from the beginning Mueller has had a live feed into this dude? It's possible. Oh, wow. Right. If he took it over and they have a, a FISA warrant, maybe he's been, it's like a, a live TV show. Right. Mm-hmm. And this whole Senate Intelligence Committee, they would know about it. You think they would? They're supposed to, right? That, uh, oh, you're right. No, I mean, they... And if they do know about it, and if they do know that Trump has had a FISA warrant, out on him and that they're listening they're just sitting back waiting for the shoe to drop i mean that's a great question i'm not sure how how i'm not sure who knows about that and i'll look into that you very well could be right you're right you know what you're you're right about the big point congress knows more than than they're letting on i saw i saw ted cruz on meet the press not somebody i think Mm -hmm. any of us like (laughs) and he was answering chuck todd asked him about it and he about the whole russian thing and he he hedged his bets. I mean, I was like, oh, wow, like these guys are ready to pull the plug on Trump. He didn't, right. he didn't come out strong against Trump. He was like, well, you know, we'll wait to see. And I was like, oh, like, because none of these guys do anything by accident. Right. right. So he's basically like, yeah, this dude is probably going down, <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. going down. 
Right, and I watched uh, Kamala Harris oh, yeah. on, uh, what was that, the Stephen Colbert, The Late Show. Oh, cool. And she said, oh, yeah, we can't really talk about it. But she's just smiling and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, I can't talk about it, blah, blah, blah. God. But super relaxed. Yeah. Smile on her face. Maybe they're all kicking it like it. They're kicking it like they know. Mm-hmm. They're just letting this guy just play it out. Dude, I hope so, because this guy literally could be faxing and sending our <laughs> secrets to Russia. I mean, oh gosh. seriously, we Probably. already know he gave away, a, you know, more than a few things. Yeah, he has. So he and gave he's a, dropped yeah. sanctions. Right. He's, uh, we, we only know what we know, but I can't even imagine what we're going to find out. Right. He could be doing all kinds of favors for them. Because mm-hmm. his, his timeline is, if I was Vladimir Putin and I pulled off the greatest intelligent coup, you know, coup in history, mm-hmm. I'd want to get the return on my investment real quick. Right, right before right. he goes down. Right, because mm-hmm. this dude, yeah. So I'd be like, you yeah, know. Hot potato. Yeah. <laughs> get it while you can. <laughs> and then we also found out, talk about guilty. So you guys saw that he took his translator's notes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's not suspicious. What do you, what do you think, Jeremy? <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. What more do we need? You know, that's gangster. <laughs> that is super gangster. Give me the fucking notes. Give me the notes. It's like it's like that episode of The Wire where the the dude was taking notes because we're and on the, the, the co op. Right. Like, he's like, "Are you taking notes on a criminal conspiracy?" He's like, "Give me that fucking notepad." <laughs> <laughs> but he still kept the soccer ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the one with the bug in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the bug in it, and he's probably still checking it. How much is Putin laughing though? Seriously, like. Can you imagine that night? I mean, I don't want to think about it, but can you imagine when election night, they must have been rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, that must have been crazy, right? Oh, yeah. gosh. I mean, what... what the party what, what they had through? in Russia. Yeah, exactly. Dude, what? The party they had in Russia. <laughs> uh-huh. They're probably having their own TV shows, games. <laughs> yeah. The... yeah no, this, is not, this is not good at all. There's a really good reporter named Julia Davis uh, that Chris turned me on to who... She's... A, her Twitter feed is really worth looking into because she translates, she covers Russian media and she'll tell you us about it because we don't speak Russian. Right. Man, she is invaluable. Like she posted this thing the other day. It was Trump, that Russian media and Fox News, they had the same coverage of the border, this border wall bullshit. They had the same photographs. Wow. Mm. Uh, forget about Trump for a sec. We need to deal with the fact that the radical right in this country and Russia appear to be in some kind of symbiotic result. Right. I mean, dude, it's the same photos. Like, what? Well, you know, Manafort actually was a part of that whole um, whole right-wing Russian thing going on. Absolutely. He's a, he's a merchant. Yeah. Right. That's what he was all about. I mean, he's the guy that was in uh, D.C. helping push along that Ukrainian uh, agenda of, you know, extreme right-wing just mess yeah yeah no Manafort is, is a mercenary mm-hmm. highest bidder that's why he's in jail right now <laughs> I read, right. he was trying to say that he like he rolled up in a wheelchair at one of these things <laughs> really? like yeah dude you looked fine yeah. you looked fine you're, recently you're okay yeah you're right but but no I want to mm-hmm. just uh, reiterate so Trump took at the Helsinki summit which is going to go down that's going to be in history books mm-hmm. by the way I own the official White House coin Nice. Oh, okay. You guys know I bought the. They made a coin with him. And right. Putin. Yeah. I got that shit. Oh, limited, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You got that limited. <laughs> I had to buy it. Coin. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Some of the listeners got a little mad because they were like, "The money goes to Trump," and I was like, "Yeah, I know," but like, I had to have the coin. Yeah. Sometimes. 
sometimes you just gotta pony up the money. Yeah, it was like it was like twenty bucks. It, dude, that's gonna go down in history. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I gotta write. Um, yeah, that's gonna be worth thousands of dollars. You think I should flip it? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll sell. It. Hold on to it for a while. Hold I'm a, on to it for a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna sell it to a Trump supporter. You but can no, get a lot. <laughs> so at the Helsinki summit, they had a long ass. They had a long meeting, and he took the notes. <laughs> and that's yeah. So now they everyone wants to know what the translator knows. And the Democrats tried to subpoena the translator when they didn't have the majority. They were denied. But now they're going to do it. Right. This is going to be the first time ever. So we're going to find... Yeah, exactly. This is going to be the first time ever a translator has been subpoenaed. Is it? Is yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. Because mm-hmm. why, why would you ever have to do that? This is, this is uncharted territory. And they're going to subpoena Rex Tillerson because he was at some other meetings. Oh, right. I mean, I'm not... Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys know because I don't know. Was was this thing about taking the translator stuff? Was that just the one meeting, or was that like twenty meetings? I, I no, it was just for the one. Meeting. The one, me- okay, mm-hmm. All between right. him and Putin. Yeah, okay. it was just for that one meeting. Yeah, but she's also the translator when uh, Tillerson was Jesus. there. She's a translator for uh, Laura Bush when oh. Laura Bush had to do some things. So mm, she's wow. been the Russian translator for a long time. That mm. could be. That she herself got her own TV show. Right, after the, the translator. <laughs> Jeremy, you you should write that man. The translator. Yeah, that sounds like, good. She, you know, I could see like the tagline, you know, <laughs> she was translating, <laughs> and then it got real. <laughs> Not only enough. she knows, only she knows the truth. But like, how is Trump like that guilty? Like, so guilty I'm, that he took the notes. Yeah, give me. I haven't done anything wrong, but just in case, can you give me a, a shredder and those notes, please? <laughs> like this guy. I can't. Everything. It's it's almost comedy. Yeah, dude. Did he actually think he was going to get away with all this? What 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 was going through his mind? That's a great question. You know. Um, well, you, when this when the show is over, we'll yeah. just have such a great laugh. Mm-hmm. When it all just rolls all up. Because yeah. right now we we're getting it all bit by bit in real mm-hmm. time, and it's kind of hard to digest that way. Yeah, and I don't understand the deniers. How can Sarah Huckabee Sanders still be working for him and well, Kelly that's her job. Yeah, that's yeah. their job. They're doing <laughs> their job. I think they're all in. It's like it's like poker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There ain't no no backing out now. Right. Okay, that makes sense. You got to go all in. For all we know, they are also part of <laughs> crimes that could happen. They could be mm-hmm. very much covering their own ass. I mean, I don't know if Huckabee is, but. I doubt it. Yeah. You know, just by being around this guy, like you. Yeah, you're dirty for being around. You, you could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, most of them know there's a, they'll probably never get a legit job again mm-hmm. in Washington. I mean, if they do, it's going to be like 40 years from now. Right. Because right, people, there's no way. Like, I mean, you, Jeremy, you worked in Washington. I don't know. Like, you think uh, so? I think so. Because mm-hmm. Huckabee's doing hell of a job. <laughs> she really is, though, when you think like, about it. She like is doing <laughs> like Brownie, exactly. <laughs> it's like Paul Ryan's left Congress. He's probably going to get a, a, a big job. Oh, Paul I Ryan? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan, like, as much as I don't like him, I'll, I'll give him that. He was sharp enough to see the Titanic is going down. Right, and get the hell out of there. Like, yeah. And he managed to keep himself, uh, as best we know, away from. Right. So he'll. I heard he, I heard he might run for president. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, that was good luck with that. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Uh, but to your point, so I honestly not, feel he'd be the only one that could possibly pull it off. You think so? Mm-hmm. What about Mitt Romney again? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't mm-hmm. run again, right? You don't think? Mm, no, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, it was crazy when I found out that Mitt Romney was going to the Senate because I forgot that he ran for Senate. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and I was like, oh, this dude, like you forgot. I was like, oh, you're, because he, he just like, he's a carpetbagger. Like he just, like he, he was the governor of Massachusetts and all of a sudden he's in Utah. Mm-hmm. But Utah, I guess, has kind of a streak of, uh, I mean, I don't want to go on about this, but as far as Republicans go, they really don't like Trump in a stronger way than the rest of the Trump supporters. Oh, really? So that's what I've read anyway. For the red states. Uh, but Mel, to your point about Manafort, so we found out, it's like, dude, it's crazy. Like I have this list in front of me. Any one of these could be one podcast. Right. And we're already on. So we found out that Manafort gave confidential campaign data to a Russian intelligence officer. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> named Konstantin Kalimnik. Yeah. The midget. The, <laughs> That's his name, the midget. Is it really? No, uh-huh, they call him the midget. Kalimnik, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, because he's five feet tall. Oh, really? He yeah, I didn't know that. He's he five ma- feet tall, and they call him the midget. He managed to outplay uh, a bunch of our people since he's he was smart enough to stay out of America. Right. You know, they they would arrest him if he was here, but he's... Uh, He's over there. Yeah, so so Kalimnik is, I call him a Russian intelligence officer because that's what he is. They say he's ex-Russian intelligence, but there is no ex-Russian intelligence. Right, there's no such thing as ex-Russian intelligence. Mm-hmm. So he gave him, this is the, you talk about the conspiracy, it's, it's right there. He gave him the campaign data <laughs> and they took, and from here I'm just talking on my own. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to prove this yet. They took that and they weaponized it back at us on Facebook and whatever else. Right. Well, now, so Constantine, he actually took that data and was running with it and made sure that um, his other buddy got that data as well. Uh, and the guy that uh, Oleg, Oleg Deripaska. Yeah. Yeah. So he made sure that he got that data as well, because now this guy, Deripaska, he was the owner of this uh, basic element, this um, industrial aluminum plant. Mm. And that uh, the United States have put sanctions against that guy. And now Trump is pulling the sanctions off. Right. Because so, of the P tape and whatever right, else they have on him. because of whatever else they have on him. Now, there's other people involved in this. Trump's current campaign manager, Brad Parscale, mm-hmm. was the head of their digital operation. Hmm. There's no way that he doesn't know about this, too. It's impossible. Oh, no. Everybody knows about this. So that's the conspiracy right there. They have Manafort, the campaign manager, giving the polling data to an active Russian intelligence officer. So all now, now all we need is Trump, and it's wrapped up, and it's over. Right. Yeah, no, we it's, have conspiracy. So the witch hunt is, is complete. We found them. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be really interested to know about the, the computer aspect of this, though. I mean, Jeremy, oh, yeah. do you have any thoughts on, on the, the hacking aspect? Or? Um, I'm just looking forward to the Cohen hearing. Yeah. Yeah, because I just... I just want to know specifically about that Facebook operation and how they, mm-hmm. there's no, why would you give the data? They gave them the data and they used it to make these ads and everything else. that Right. To, to program the bots. Right. And there was something else too that was fascinating. Manafort, see this I don't have right in front of me, but at near the end of the campaign, he told Trump to target two states. It was Wisconsin, mm-hmm. something else. And that's when a lot of the, a lot of those fucking Russian ads started appearing. Right. So there it is, right? Hmm. And African Americans. Yeah, was that one site Blacktivist? <laughs> yeah, I think oh, so. Gosh. Blacktivist Man, or something. That name is kind of it was kind of a good name. Like, it's, yeah, that is a good name. Like, they. <laughs> that is a good name. Did you guys know that they, the Russians, in one of their things, they got some Trump supporter 
to go in front of the White House with a card. It was a birthday card for the guy who's the head of the Internet Research Agency in Russia. <laughs> they got this fool to go out there and say happy birthday to the hacker, the, the head of the hacking. Right. Oh my God. That's like, that happened. Yeah. Like, that is fucking hilarious. Like, this is the world we live in now. I guess in the world of spying, there's like a mutual admiration society. Like, if I was an American spy, I'd be like, yeah, you got that. Right. Like, you. Spy versus spy. Like, <laughs> even with Putin, like, I, like, as much as I like hate the guy, like, I, I like respect where respect is due. Right. You could respect the game, you could respect what he's doing. I saw this montage today. It was, I mean, Jeremy, you'll like this because you worked for Obama. It was <laughs> a picture of Obama and Putin where he's, Obama staring him down. And it was next to him was this picture of Trump and Putin where Trump's like all like slumped over. Yeah. It's fucking embarrassing. Completely. Now tell me something. Yeah. How come Trump gets to go on national TV and bitch about his wall, but Obama doesn't get to go on TV? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I was going to, I was going to bring that up too. Um, Actually, I want to, I was going to wait, but I'm going to play this now. I think right now, Especially uh, you guys in America needs a little inspiration, right? Yes. And I found this is like a pick-me-up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you guys want, you can listen to this every morning you get up like a, what is it, like a morning meditation? So this is something that could help you in your life. Just, it's a really inspirational speech by an inspirational man. Never, ever give up. I mean, that's, that's good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Don't allow it to happen. If there's a concrete wall in front of you, go through it, go over it, go around it, but get never. Oh, I messed up. So that's, sorry, I goofed it up. So that's Trump giving this, you can't make this shit up. Right. Did you guys hear that? It was on the Daily Show. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's him giving a speech about going through walls right. in life. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> There's there's just too much out there. That is hilarious. It's gonna be hard. Let's hear it again. Concrete. Yeah, one more time. Just <laughs> ever give up. Don't give up. Don't allow it to happen. If there's a concrete wall in front of you, go through it. Go over it. Go around it. But get to the other side of that wall. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, and you know, it's funny because Chris and I had a rule: we never wanted to play his voice. Right. And that's the first time. Because cause it was too good. Because it is too good. That's his speech to the Mexican people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I want to thank him for, for really that pick-me-up. Right. And I yeah. will go through that wall. Exactly. With time. We, we, we need to play that down at the Mexican border. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Just on speakers. Oh, God. That's Never, ever. All right, that's enough of that. But <laughs> Jeremy, were I, you? I love that. Were you inspired that is, by that? Very inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you starting a new screenplay yeah. tonight. Mm. Just we need to have that down at the border, <laughs> just playing on repeat. Some people say that we actually live in a simulation, and that's what this world is, and that's evidence of that's possible. Like that can't be. And you got I know you guys saw the thing about the the show. It was called Trackdown from the fifties. Did you guys right. see that? Mm-hmm. So there's this Jeremy. Did you see that? No, I didn't. It's this fifties western. They found an episode where there's this con man named Trump who rolls through town trying to sell people a wall. Hmm. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I know you saw it. Right. You can't make this stuff up. We're, we're living in, uh, I think we took the blue pill instead of the red pill. There was something interesting, though, about that story, the track down thing that was not reported. So I watched the clip. That guy, the actor, looks exactly like Fred Trump. 
I find it impossible to leave, believe that that's a coincidence because Fred Trump was known. He was, I don't know if he was famous, but he was alive in the 50s. He was a well-known developer. He, was, he cheated people. And Woody Guthrie actually once wrote a song about him. So he inspired other artists. It's, it's possible that this, whoever wrote the screenplay hated Fred Trump because, dude, hmm. he looks exactly like that actor. Now, Donald Trump was whatever, a kid back then. Right. But, yeah, track down. Hmm. I believe it. Yeah, we did take the blue pill. You're right. Okay, and then we found out uh, Rod Rosenstein is probably going to be leaving the Justice Department. Right. So, any thoughts on that? or No. Bye-bye. 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 See you later. Bye-bye, Rod. Do you think he got done what he wanted to, or is he going out too early? Now, remember, he's been... He's been the head of the Mueller investigation. He knows he's the only other person who knows everything other than Mr. Mueller himself. Hmm. No, look, we need Rosenstein gone because eventually Trump is going to try to make him do something to the Mueller probe. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. So he had to leave. And so now that's going to leave Trump with his hands tied for a moment. Rosenstein wrote the memo that got Comey fired, which was a huge mistake, but I'm going to, I, but also, I also think, on the other hand, the fact that Mueller's kept going, I think he, I think he also ran interference for him and protected him. So I, I don't anyway, think so. You don't think so? No, no. I don't think so. I think uh, the Senate has kept that open, hmm. and that they've been running defense the whole time. Rosenstein probably would have tried to shut it down. You think so? Oh, I do. A, interesting, Jeremy. Hmm. Any thoughts on that? I haven't. I haven't thought too much about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see who. We'll see. Well, he's they, gone now, so. Yeah. Well, he's. I think he's got like another month or two. They. He hasn't left yet. So now, now to be fair to him too, they said the average uh, deputy attorney general is a, serves about two years, which is what he serves. So uh, he's also the guy, by the way. They said was going to wear a wire. Right. Uh, he on Trump, which is really? which is actually kind of cool. Hmm. And then uh, Natalia Veselnaskaya, who was at the Trump Tower meeting. Right, was indicted in a separate case, mm-hmm. in a total different case. But that's as far as I'm concerned, that's Mueller time. <laughs> that's Mueller time because because she's one of the players in the Mueller time play. Right, she's a shady Russian lawyer. She mm-hmm. just sucks at life. Right, and now you got indicted too. Right on a different right. different case, but still, it's you know, it's all Mueller time. It's all Mueller time. Mm-hmm. She was there talking about getting rid of. Uh, what those uh, embargoes and everything. Plus, they were talking about what adoptions. Yeah, Russian adoptions. That's 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 a real cause that's close to the Trump heart. That's why they had a top level campaign meeting, right? Because they cared about Russians, Russian adoptions. Yeah, she was part of this too. The Russians use her. So I guess in this separate case, she fabricated evidence for mm-hmm. her client. Right. So she lives in Russia and she's been indicted. So it's again, mm, nothing's going to happen with her. She's just going to be living large in Russia. Yeah. for No, you're right. I mean, for a time. But it can have an effect if Putin eventually isn't in power or if she needs anything from the West or has a... You never know. I mean, you travel to the wrong country. If you travel to the wrong country, a lot of countries will do a, want to do a favor for the United States. Well, not right now, though. No, not right now. No, not right now. I would be, <laughs> wouldn't be doing any, any favors. Right. But eventually... Any favors you do for the United States is a favor for the Russians. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they might have what what was once called a, a tap on the shoulder moment. It was in a book I read called Torture Team, and it was about the the Bush administration and the 
the ones who committed war crimes like Dick Cheney and how if they ever travel to another country, you never know. They might find that tap on the shoulder. Oh, and that, shoot. Yeah. Wow. It's a very memorable phrase. Wow. Cheney hmm. better stay home. Oh, man. That guy. And then we also found out that the, as you and I talked about, the Supreme Court has ruled against the Mystery Corporation mm-hmm. in the Mueller probe. Jeremy, have you, I mean, you follow politics close, but this is like real wonky. Yeah, have you, have the, you seen the mystery, that? Mystery Corporation? Yeah, there's a Mystery Corporation that all we know is that a foreign country owns this or and operates it. So it's, it's like one of these, it's an arm of another country. It's a part of the Mueller probe hmm. and they're fighting a subpoena involving, it's all secret, so we don't know what it is, but this, this corporation took an action that they said directly affected something that happened in the United States. So it's probably Russian, but they've, they've said maybe it could be uh, Saudi. I always thought it was Deutsche Bank, but now I think it could be a basic element, the, uh, that uh, industrial group mm-hmm. that uh, Duris Pashka is, uh, pr- is president of. Yeah, Deutsche Bank was a great guess until we found out that it was controlled by a... And and by the way, yes, Deutsche Bank is technically a private company, but I also think sometimes you get surprised in ways that you don't know. So everybody, Mm -hmm. like, we got all these, like, I got all these, like, letters from people, like, it's not, like, you know, yelling at me. I'm like, slow your roll, (laughs) because you don't know everything. You don't know. But yes, it sounds like it's a foreign, uh, controlled by a foreign, you know, it's an arm of a foreign country. So anyway, we don't know. Supreme Court refused to, um, I guess, hear this this case. So they will have to comply with the special counsel's demands, and they have to pay fifty thousand dollars a day in fine until they right, do so. Until they do that, yeah. I was going to do the Trump wall speech, but we, <laughs> but we did that. But you know what? But you know, we actually didn't really talk about that fucking the live speech. Did you guys see his no. actual? No. Yeah, I know just, you just told me, Mel. You just have you don't uh, yeah. Uh, what about you? Just parts, just yeah. sound bites. Um, yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he looked, and we don't have to go on and on about this, but he really, um, I mean, he didn't look well. He, he didn't look, he didn't want to do it, correct? He you, was you could almost forced into doing it. Or? Yeah, because he has no self control. He can't do things that he doesn't want to do. And you could tell to, to do that was like really bad. And then we found out that Pelosi and Schumer, whose speech really wasn't very good, they got higher ratings. Right. They out, which must have like crushed that guy. Because, <laughs> you know, he's all about the ratings. Right. But who forced him to do it, though? Yeah, good question. I, I don't know. Stephen Miller? I, I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, I mean, they're in, if you want to talk about this border wall thing, they're in a rock and a hard place here. The Democrats aren't going to budge. No. And he is apparently very afraid of like Rush Limbaugh and all these people. So I don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. I don't know why they feel it's up to the Democrats now. Yeah. He's had two years in control with Republican House, Republican Senate, and he didn't get the wall. Why does he think he's going to get the wall now? Dude, I made, again, I always make this mistake. And again, I watch Meet the Press. And again, Chuck Todd opened with this, like, the both sides thing. Well, you know, are the Democrats, like he asked, like, Tim Kaine or someone. So are the Demo- should the Democrats budge a little? No. What, against fucking Hitler? Right. Like, like, really, I'd like to know, like, what is... Like, imagine the scenario. What if what if he gets the wall, then he comes back, he's like, I want to build these kind of, like, barbed wire fences. No. You know, seriously. 
Yeah, we can't give in on that. No. We can't give in to his little um, tirades yeah. and him just screaming, I want a wall, I want a wall. We can't give in to that. I mean, Jeremy. I agree. We can't give in. I'm just wondering how long it's going to go on. Yeah. Do you guys know, like, some of the effects that that's having right now? Like TSA, Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. A guy traveled with a gun, right, from Atlanta to uh, China or something. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Really? Didn't I didn't hear that. No. I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's scary. The guy brought a gun on. Recording brought a gun on board. Yeah. Oh gosh. Was he a Was he a rapper recording? No. <laughs> just just, he, just he just brought a gun with him. I thought maybe you know just a new album that kind of thing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> music stars always like do shit like that. Just they like forget a. They just like get on a plane with a gun. Gosh. Because you're like above the law when you're a celebrity. Hmm. But no, did you know our food isn't getting inspected? I heard that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Mean, I don't mean. I'm not like. I'm not like being extreme here. Literally, if you're listening to this show right now, your food is not being inspected by the FDA. They've scaled back to only what they said is not extreme, like right. things that have to be like very, yeah. very scaled back inspection. It's it's a l- lower quality inspection. It's not high grade to prevent. Right. They yeah. just look at it. Mm-hmm. They're not really cleaning the chitlins. They're yeah. just yeah. looking at it. <laughs> it's like, mm, yeah, those I've, look clean. I've never had those. Yeah, you got to clean chitlins very well. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me, can I just, I mean, I don't want to sound like an idiot, but what it's, are chitlins? All right, so it's just pig intestines. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Pig intestines. Hey, when you're broke and they're not feeding you, you got to eat something. Jeremy, have you ever had yeah. a Pig chitlins? intestines. I mean, I've had hot dogs, you know? <laughs> yeah. I haven't just, you know, ate a pig intestine. But no, so. <laughs> oh, dude. So you uh, use a lot of hot sauce, a lot of vinegar. You make sure they're cleaned very well. And uh, you're not in the house when they cook because they stink. No. Stink to high hell, dude. It, it kills a house. Oh, man. And then once it's all done, you go in, load up the hot sauce, vinegar, dive in, eat it. Eat it fast. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't sound good? too bad, actually. Um, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like it's an acquired taste that I've lost the uh, taste for. Yeah, I don't think I could ever eat it again. But as a kid, I did. Yeah, I mean, because you have to. Because my dad, yeah, because my dad made it, and he was like, "Yeah, eat these." Like it stinks. Wow. No, I didn't eat it. I mean, I don't really eat anything from a pig, so you know. Oh my God! You should have seen my shopping cart yesterday. It was just pig fiesta. Oh God! I felt so bad. I was like, I could not be a Muslim. I had four different bags of pig skins. Then I had some barbecue, and I had something else that was pork. I was like, oh, damn, man. I'm just porking it up. Sometimes when people comment on the show, and the people who who leave lower, lesser reviews, they always say the same thing. They're like, it just, it's entertaining, but it just goes on about different things. And I'm like, yeah, this is a fucking like talk show. That's right. That's It's not an accident. <laughs> because I come from the, um, what are you going to say, Mel? What, are they saying we don't get to the point of anything? We we always bring it back. That's the point. I don't I never yeah. wanted this to be like a controlled NPR thing because it's about a conver- a conversation. That's the point of this show. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what differentiates it from other shows. Mm-hmm. So I do understand if you see something called Mueller time, you do think, "Oh, this is just going to be about Mueller." But nothing in life is ever what you exactly think it's going to be. Exactly. I'm trying to we're trying to like explore life right now and like, as you said, maybe someday people will listen to this. Mhm in a thousand years from now and they'll be like what the fuck is this chitlin conversation <laughs> we like to dissect all why do we talk about chitlins? 
But that's interesting. Right. And when you have an improv background like I do, that's what you learn when you when you study improv, like mm-hmm. that the best stuff comes from going into the unknown. There you go. Which Trump is learning the hard way. Exactly. Right way. So the, it's Mueller time slash Chitlin talk. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get back, though, to what you said about Obama gave the same speech. And Jeremy, so, yeah, apparently... Well, no, you, you go ahead, Mel. They didn't let Obama give that speech at all. Jeremy, did you know that? Because I didn't know that. Was it for when he wanted to declare a national emergency? or I'm not sure what he wanted to give the speech for. Apparently, I mean, do you know, Mel? Because I, I, I kind of know, but... Go ahead. What I heard was that it was an, he wanted to give a speech on immigration. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact content was. Right. We don't know. Right. Because he didn't give the speech. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was a speech on immigration, and they didn't allow it. None of the hmm. news channels allowed it. Right. And I didn't know that I was possible. Because yeah. I always thought when an American president wants to go live, I, I thought that was unquestioned, like the, camera, the cameras go on. Not that they're by law, but they were like, no. And meanwhile, this bozo gives a fucking like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Because hmm. it's ratings. At the sa- yeah, why did he get it? At the same time, though, I got to say, to be fair, why didn't the Obama administration be like, you know, push back. Like, no, this is like, or maybe they did. I don't know. Because you know what? Obama was a great president. He didn't need to do any of that. He exactly. just did his job, got in, got out mm. with the least amount of damage done. We found out uh, also that Mueller spoke with this guy, Tony Fabrizio. <laughs> I know. Fabrizio. Yet another, another mob style. Right. So this guy was the chief pollster and he's been interviewed by the special counsel. He mm-hmm. worked, right? So right. bringing it back to the Manafort campaign data, this guy works for Manafort. Hmm. Yet another thing, probably finding out what's up with the polling. Right. Where did the polling go? Why is your name Tony Fabrizio? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Like analyze this three. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, a little pause there. Anybody, <laughs> anybody have any Trump that news? That was a little pause. Anybody have any Trump news about no. something I... I don't know. No, I was still just thinking about you. Analyze this part three. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the the, ru- the Russian spy. Do you, is the Russian spy connected? You know, the I forget her name. The, the one that was... Con- Veselnitskaya? I right. think so, yeah. The the lawyer? The the younger woman, I forget oh, her you, name. Oh, you mean uh, Butina, Maria yeah. Butina. Yeah, she's a, a cooperator. I haven't heard about her in the last couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. Apparently, after she cooperates, she's going to be uh, shown the door back to Russia. Yeah, she. what's going to happen to her when she gets back? Man, I, nothing, nothing good. <laughs> you know? I mean, if she kept her mouth shut, she'd be a hero, but no, yeah, I, she's, de- she's dead. Exactly. Why did she? I, you know, we, don't, we haven't heard too much about mm. that. That's a very important case, yeah. for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't our country is supposed to have more morals. I don't think we would willingly ship someone back to be killed uh, if we can help it. Mm. So maybe they'll work something out with her. She can live in like bumfuck, New Jer- you know, Idaho mm. or something. Right, exactly. Chilling. Chilling in Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Getting her learn on. <laughs> <laughs> there was an article uh, in the Times that, or there was a quote about, it was about Trump supporters getting, they're getting hurt by Trump's policies. Of right, of course. Did you guys see, I, I don't have it verbatim, but someone actually said this. It, it, it like shocked me. She said, he's not hurting the people he's supposed to be hurting. I mean, that's a shocking 
That's a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. That's a shocking thing. To, That's, wow. Like if, they actually said it. Yeah, of course. Because they're racist. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. evil, racist, bigoted people. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are. Some people are rich and they're in it because they want to keep their money. I get that. Yeah. Some people were in it because they felt government was so fucked up they needed to just burn it down to start over. I get that. And some people are just racist. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, like when you when you worked for Obama, I mean, what, what did you... It was What was that like? I mean, I've never really asked you about it. Yeah, it was an amazing time. You're actually proud to be an American. You worked for people that actually... You knew they cared about the country. Right. They respected human beings, you know, to the very core of what a human being should be treated like. And yeah. Yeah, it's a complete opposite right now. And it just makes you sick to think about the contrast, you know. It does. Everything that he worked so hard for every day that everybody wanted to do, you know. It, we, we've, we, we lost it, but we're going we're gonna to get it back, you know. Right. That's we're only, fighting. Yeah, you know? that's the only thing that keeps, keeps my head up mm-hmm. is the fact that it will swing back. Mm-hmm. It is going to work out. And it's going to work out great this mm-hmm. time because we're getting a lot more progressive than we were last time. You're right. Mm-hmm. No, the the unintended byproduct was that we have yeah. actual progressives who aren't afraid. Right. They're and like straight up. This is what we want, and they'll have to prove themselves. But they they're not afraid to say we want Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. Right. We you know some of them will even say things like a universal income or things maybe I don't necessarily agree with, but I like that they say it. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid. Getting all these drugs off the list. Which uh, well, you know, getting you gotta you gotta get all these drugs off the controlled substance. Oh list. yeah, 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 all of yeah. them. You gotta bring heroin off. You gotta bring cocaine off of there. You gotta get uh, mushrooms off, LSD off of there. Mm-hmm. And you gotta start looking at this stuff. We found that some of these drugs have helped some people with PTSD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's helped a lot of veterans. It helps a lot of people with depression. Mm-hmm. We need to stop making a war on drugs because mm-hmm. we're not winning. No. No. That's something that even shockingly Republicans are even kind of kind of coming around to, right? Because they see the money in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever see John Boehner on the on the uh, that commercial for marijuana? It's hilarious. No, I've not seen him, but I do know that he's involved in a yeah. marijuana company. Huh. Like a, one of the most hardcore Republicans, you know, when you worked for Obama. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. he's now he's representing a a marijuana whatever. I mean, I'm I'm sure he smoked. He smoked. Yeah, I'm sure he smokes. If I worked for Bush, I'd be high. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine how many people are on drugs with Trump. Dude, they probably a lot. But at the same time, Trump doesn't like drugs, so if someone walked he, in the room smelling like weed, he'd yeah, probably be mad. He, he's never had a drink in his life, correct? He, he, what he, or says. Or, yeah. he says, yeah. Oh no, I believe that he doesn't drink. I think he does other drugs. Yeah, for sure. Well we know I mean, come on. The Adderall thing. Hmm. Yeah, I, he's I, gotta be on something. A lot of those guys who and then I'm gonna stop talking about drugs but a lot of those guys who like bash like street drugs they end up being the ones who are doing the most doctor prescribed drugs oh yeah no i know people like that for sure remember elvis he was like he had a dea badge meanwhile this guy was he was doing everything that was legal Mm. Uh, and then we found out the u.s envoy anthony zinni another person flees this administration uh another qualified i think he was a general they're all leaving. All the rats are getting off the sinking ship. Yeah. He was in charge of our uh, this whole situation that's going on with Qatar in the Middle East. A very important job where, you know, it's like the Middle East. You want someone who's in there. So he's like, fuck it. Can't he's re- out. Yeah. 
Can't really blame him. To He's out. Um, Mel, you got anything? No. Jeremy. I, 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 I feel good right now. That's all I can say. Good. <laughs> we got the house back. I, I'm. This has been a long time coming. It's been two years, and uh, this year's going to be a very exciting year, I feel. I agree. It's already very exciting. I just want to get into the minds of the people who do, who still support Trump. I just don't. I mean, obviously. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. There's gonna there's a movie coming out, and I interviewed the director, Dan Partland. We mm. mentioned it on the last show. It's called Unfit, and that's exactly what it's about. It's about Trump's mind, which, but it's also about the mind of the Trump supporter. Yeah, they, yeah. Did a, they did a Kickstarter, and they're working on it. So actually, if you go to the Mueller Time YouTube page, there's like an hour-long interview with this guy, and it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a hell of a great movie. I think they, and by the way, they raised... I think they wanted to raise like 60000 on the Kickstarter. It was way over that mm-hmm, last time mm-hmm. I checked. Uh, they're going to interview all these psychologists, psychiatrists about what is up with the, the collective mindset. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Like now that we know he's a Russian spy, how would you still support that? There's something else. I'm not saying I even, like I do care, but not right now. Like mm-hmm. I want this guy out of office and then I can be more analytical. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I... There was one episode of this show that never aired because I had somebody on hmm. that I didn't, unfortunately, I d- didn't know halfway through that while he didn't like Trump, it turned out that he didn't really believe in the Russia investigation hmm. and I never aired it because it was, it was fucking terrible. Hmm. But I had a point there, but I forgot what it was. Oh, anyway, <laughs> it was about sometimes you don't need to understand. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just like it's a time for action right. and we can get all analytical later. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have a 2020 favorite? Anybody that's uh, maybe announced or who's going to announce? 2020. Mel, do you no, have one? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I do like Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like. let's her. see who else comes along. Exactly. Yeah, I like Warren. I, you know, here's what I will I say. I like Elizabeth yeah. Warren, but I think she already blew it though, right? She already tested the waters and it doesn't look good for her. What, you mean with that DNA thing? <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't go down good either. That's true. But you th- she some- shouldn't have done that. She already set up a um, she already set up a committee to explore. Mm-hmm. So was there something else other than that? I mean, I'm just curious that you think she, that would make her look bad. Yeah, well, that for sure the uh, DNA thing. I think, I mean, I I think she's a real leader. I that DNA thing was a huge mistake. And, but other than that, if, unless there's something else, I th- I think she's I think she's got a shot. Well, let's just see. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the standards have been lowered. Yeah, yeah. The no, no, no one can ever say for the rest of the time they can make any kind of moral. They they will do it anyway. Mm-hmm. There's no more criticism. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't criticize anybody for any snafus or any mistakes. Democrats yeah. need to really use that. Like the response, literally, when they say anything is, "You voted for Trump," and then you just move on. Right. Anything. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what it is. Right. Unless the unless they turn out to be like a serial killer. <laughs> Nothing. True. In a way, it's a golden opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To get your guy in there or gal to get your person in there. Yeah. Whoever it is. You know, it's funny. I had a correction on here that I wanted to make and all I wrote was correction. <laughs> so now I don't, I can't don't correct the show. What the correction was. Oh, I wrote what it was. No, it was the, um, I, I looked into last time we said, this is corrections. We said that the government shutdown affected the air traffic controller. Anyway, I looked into that. That was just a, a union strike. So oh, that was a union strike last was, time. But okay. it, but the point was was still strong. 
But technically, that was not a government shutdown. It was a union strike, and Reagan fired them. Hmm. Okay. Next time, I'm going to write down the actual <laughs> what the correction was. Okay. So, what about the the GoFundMe page for the wall? All that money's being uh, given back to the people that donated it. Yeah, because that was a fraud. Right. Because it was set up by a Trump supporter. Hmm. So of course it was. Mm-hmm. That guy was a known con artist. It's amazing how they all like attract each other. Jeremy, you gave a lot of money to that thing, right? Oh, <laughs> can't pay my rent now. <laughs> and the fact that right, can't pay your rent because you gave money for the wall. Yeah. But it's just amazing in how much money they raise. Yeah. Was it like $20 million or Yeah. $20 million. For the wall. Oh, my God. These I mean, broke people. That's... Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you guys before. Got $20 million. Did you know during that border wall speech when Trump was doing that, they were they were texting and emailing his supporters to give money that second. Like it was a straight up hustle. Mm-hmm. Like a text, global text went out, like help president Trump. And if you're watching that and you're already a fucking moron, right. You're, you're like, giving oh, shit. money. I mean, I gotta like, I take my hat off to any hustler. Hmm. That's a fucking, that's a hustle. Yeah. The game is strong with these guys. Yeah. The game is definitely strong with <laughs> these guys. They've been doing it for a long time in New York. Hmm. Nobody's better than a New York gangster. Oh man. You guys have anything you want to promote or tell us about? Nothing at all. Jeremy? I'm just happy to be here, you know, with people that truly believe in this country and that actually care, you know? So yeah, man. I, yeah, it's, we're going to get things back, so. What about your filmmaking? Anything new uh, on that front? Um, you, you uh, got always of, got some projects yeah, going. You, you so. always have a lot in the works. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe next time we'll talk. We have an, an indie that's in the works right now, raising some money for that, so. Right, yeah, so. looking for looking at the budget right now. So right. yeah, so yeah, Muller Time Podcast is uh, Muller Time Pod on Twitter, Muller Time Podcast on Facebook. There's a YouTube channel where I'm starting to put up more videos. <laughs> I actually did a couple last week. Okay, it's fun, dude. I sit up here like Howard Beale and just <laughs> rant, dude. It's a it's oh, a lot really? of fun, man. Nice. And just rant to the camera because I don't want because like the podcast to some like you guys are here. Right. So to some degree, it depends on having guests. Mm-hmm. But during the week, I don't like to just like, right. time doesn't stop. Exactly. Things happen. So I set the camera up and I just went and off. just went off. It was like, you also are like, am I crazy? <laughs> but then well, you drop it. It's funny. Right. But then we got collusion we last got coll- week and I was just like, oh my God, collusion. I yeah. got it. We got yep. it. Mother Time Podcast so is going happy. global. Mm. Right. We got collusion finally. Uh, we're also perfect. On, yeah. And we're on Instagram as well, uh, Muller Time Podcast at Gmail. And again, if you like the show, it's patreon.com backslash Muller Time. Otherwise, as always, we will catch you guys next week. Mm-hmm.